Hey, once again, this is The Blob, along with my co-host, King Cow. And you're here for another edition of Vinyl Rhetoric. Welcome once again to Vinyl Rhetoric. I'm joined by the Crafty DM. Howdy, howdy. Hello. And today, Crafty DM has a new meaning. It does? Yeah. He gave me a crafty beer that he made. <laughs> so I'm going to be a crafty drunken master. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to try while we while we do the show. Yeah, I hope you don't keel over. He <laughs> gets yeah, <it's> poison. Yeah. <laughs> that, okay, this is our last show. Yeah. I'm going to take poison on air. Yeah. Mmm. <laughs> huh. It's good. Yeah. It's... What what is it? It's it's just your well it's from a Mr. Beer kit. So it's it's not really too hard to do, but it's a it's a bewitched amber ale. Which is which is which is what? Oh the witch. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's an amber ale. So it's like it's oh, so bewitched isn't some special flavors that are in it? No, no, nothing like it's that. It's just a bewitching. Yeah, bewitching. That's oh, what they named it. Got it. That's what they named. It. Oh, I thought I thought you gave it the name. No, no. I, yeah, I've, I've, I'm planning to name some of mine when I start learning to experiment with the, uh, the different ingredients. ingredients. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still at the stage where I just kind of pop open the kits and. and yeah, it's kind of it's it's, it tastes like a, I don't know, kind of a like a, lager. Yeah, it's it's lighter like a lager. It's not uh, it's not. That's not strong. Everybody's in this big IPA craze. Uh huh. It's I, got hints of the IPA in it. Yeah, it's not really bitter. But it's not bitter at all. Yeah. And um, I, I prefer the beers that are closer to like a Mexican cerveza or a, a Pilsner or, or American lager. So I, I just, whatever can get me drunk oh, yeah. the best. Yeah. Well, I don't know. This one's probably, probably 5% alcohol. Yeah. That, see, I like, I, that's, I went to, uh, what's that place in Turlock? Oh, Dust Bowl Brew. Yeah, I went there, and they had a they have a sampler, mm-hmm. and I I just got oh let's see oh ten point four I'll take that I'll take this oh, one the IPA therapist the, the rapist oh there's a new one called the rapist no the therapist yeah it's a therapist but I was like I'd like to get the rapist because that's how you spell it yeah I said I'd li- I want to get the rapist and they looked at me I go this one oh the therapist yeah oh the rapist the therapist <laughs> same word well, there's just a play, space a play on words yeah. Uh, and then, then there was like some other thing that was eight point three. I just everything that had high alcohol content, I got, and and they were all pretty good. Yeah. They were actually really good. Uh huh. There's another microbrewery that I just got back from uh, about about two weeks ago. We went with some friends, and it's in uh, Mariposa, so like heading up to Yosemite. Uh huh. Eighteen eighteen fifty brewery, hmm. and pub, and and they're open. They had outdoor dining. They got really good food and and i got some of their samplers and they got some really good beers too so yeah well i just got off work i had a dentist appointment my mouth saw shot up <laughs> i'm thinking oh so you're at least you're not drooling not yet yeah <laughs> i think after after half this beer i'll be going <laughs> yeah i would be wanting the beer and my lips are still numb and so half would be running down my chin if, <laughs> if i can shut up you know what's good about having a dog She'll just look it off. Oh yeah, come here, clean, clean, clean up. That's what we do for our dog, clean up. <laughs> and and so she'll just whatever we spill, as long as it's not vegetables. 
She does not like vegetables. I got a cat that looks at you and goes, whatever. Fill my food hopper. <laughs> yeah. We had, one time we had tacos and homemade tacos, and they were really greasy. Huh? Yeah. Some lettuce fell out with grease on it. She licked all the grease off and left the lettuce on the ground. <laughs> Thanks a lot, dog. Yeah, no, my, my cat licks couches. What? She licks the couch. So if you have a leather couch, all the dye disappears in that one spot nice. where the cat sits. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Why did she lick the couch? I don't, I have no idea. It's up in the corner. It's not like anybody where their, their butt was sitting or anything. It's like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like up in the corner and I don't know what it is with the, with the cat. Maybe the taste of the, the dyes or the uh, leather. Maybe. That's hilarious. Yeah. It could be she likes to feel leather on her tongue. Yeah, I I, I have no idea because I don't speak cats. So. Yeah, <laughs> I don't either. Yeah. I try, but yeah. unsuccessful. Yeah. Unsuccessfully. Yeah. Yeah, we had a really nice high-end couch that we got rid of a while back, and it was just had all these, it was dark brown, and it just had all these bare, like... White spots? Yeah. Yeah, they weren't quite Light right. spots? They, yeah, it looked more like, like a chamois or, <laughs> or just your... your Typical, you know, undyed leather. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Did your cat just? She keeps carrying on. She doesn't. Well, the, we had two cats, and they were both doing it. Now my older cat, he does it still. We have um the the couch is like one of those faux faux leather couches, or faux suede, and he doesn't do it as often because they don't like that suede feeling on yeah. their tongue. Yeah, they're all wiping their tongue off. Yeah, so so he doesn't do it as often. Sometimes we'll catch him doing it. He'll he'll be like trying to hide it though. He's like got his paws up there and he's licking his paws and then all of a sudden the paws Psych. Yeah. Oh, look, my paws are here. But yeah, but my tongue's behind the paw, you know. <laughs> that's so he's trying to be sneaky. Yeah. Yeah. He's trying to be sneaky. That's pretty it. funny. Yeah. Yeah, so now that's why if you come over to my house, you see all little doilies on the arms and and anti-leak mechanisms yeah yeah that's all the old now our house oh, to cover them up yeah and not either to cover them up or keep the cat from doing it i mean our furniture is still pretty good looking right now this one so yeah my ours is we got a new couch eh, probably two years ago now yeah and it's nice but i keep trying to spill stuff on it <laughs> we got a blanket for the dog and yeah. she wants to lay by us. Yeah. So and then we'll just say blanket, and she'll go to her blanket yeah, and that's good. Go that's to good. where she's supposed to go. Yeah. Unless there's like fireworks or something, and she's scared. Yeah. Then she'll just sit, lay on our feet, and we'll say blanket, and she'll usually get off and just still lay right in front of us. Yeah. Because she doesn't, she does not like fireworks yeah. at all. Yeah. No, my wife and I got that reclining love seat, and then in the middle is like um. Kind of like a like a car console, like the little box in the middle, uh-huh. and it lifts up. But there's a nice arm cushion there, and your cup holders, and and when we sit there watching television, sometimes the cat will jump up and and sit between us in that in that section. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, our dog will come between us, and and if we're in bed, and depending, if there's fireworks. She'll like get as close as she can up right by our heads. Yeah, and. Should be sometimes just shivering, shaking. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. Fourth of July. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of dogs are scared of that. Yeah, stuff, so. I know they don't. I I didn't know that until mm -hmm. our dog. We came home one Fourth of July, and she's in the closet, mm -hmm. and she wouldn't come out. Yeah, and then 
she was just really shaking really bad. Yeah. Well, a lot of people around here in this town. Oh, anyway, they... holy crap. <laughs> Firework time. It's nonstop. Yeah. We had, what, uh, Super Bowl? No, Easter. So we had Easter, and one of my brothers brought, bought, a, I don't know, something, some firework. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was, I don't know, 12, 16, maybe 16. Yeah. But we just lit it. I said, well, let's go to the park because I don't know what it's, because he would, let's do it in front of the house. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, well, let's take it to the park and see. Yeah. So we just got, went to the middle of the baseball diamond and lit it. And it was it was pretty impressive. Wow. It looked like a fireworks show. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but it it was all in one box, all yeah. contained. Oh yeah. And and we thought it was we thought the fireworks were going up fairly low, but then someone over by the house saw them, could see them coming up over, over the, the roof. Yeah. yeah. So wow. it was a lot higher than we thought. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah. So I, he he said he's gonna oh I'm gonna get some of those for Fourth of July. Yeah. Yeah, my wife doesn't want to. I, well, me, I'm not. I don't get too excited about the ones that they sell here in California. So. Right. I remember as a teenager, I went to my brother's graduation in Alabama, and they sell fireworks twenty four seven. So I went into one of the stores there, and I actually bought like maybe ten pounds of fireworks, and then mailed them back to my home in a fictitious nice. name. And then I forgot about half the box for years after I went in the service. Uh huh. And my parents found it behind the water heater. <laughs> oh. oh, that's a good place. They gave to it. They, nothing went off. No, the house didn't burn down. No, they gave it to me, and and then we lit it off with some friends who were spending some big money on fireworks. And they still worked. Oh yeah, they worked. Some of the some of the skyrockets were a little bit of a dud. You know, that was the part I got worried about because you know I, that was probably about. 10, 15 years ago, so most people had wood shingle roofs still. Yeah. And, um, but we had some interesting stuff in there, and I had one that, that I saved. I saved two things for the end. The, my brother's uh, roommate at the time, we went over to his house to light off the fireworks in a court. And uh, so we were like almost the whole show, but everybody was bringing all their fireworks over to us, and we are combining, and we were having like a really good show. And uh, I saved two pieces for the last. I had a I had a brick of a, literally a, a thousand brick of black cats, which are little firecrackers. Oh, okay. just you know, just like the Chinese firecracker. Uh-huh. And then I had this thing that I didn't know what it was. M eighty. No, it was a box, and it just said "Big Black Surprise." Okay. <laughs> and it was a dildo. No. <laughs> okay. That would be a surprise. So. So, so my brother's roommate lit off this thing with all kinds of showers the, the, and lit off the big black. No, so, but, but I was I timed that. So okay. he was he was doing the big show, and he probably did the one like you lit off at the park that uh-huh. was like shooting over the roof. And then I lit the the thousand firecrackers and threw them out there, and it's just rah, 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 rah. And oh, the whole brick. Yeah, the whole brick. So it was just going like crazy. And then I ran back out there again, and I lit the big black surprise, and I because I didn't know what it was. Uh-huh. So no sooner did his shower of beautiful fireworks finish, and the 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 echoing of all the the small firecrackers, this big black surprise just exploded like a big bomb and filled the whole court with a black cloud. With smoke, yeah, <laughs> hilarious. 
Yeah. Was, did everyone laugh? Everyone, oh, everyone like freaked what? out. What in the hell was that last thing? Did it? Did it like uh, did it go off wrong? And then all of a sudden, no sooner did we finish that, the police cops car came. Yeah, cops. but they couldn't see you because of the big black smoke. Uh, yeah, you were hidden. <laughs> yeah, and that was the last of my illegal fireworks. <laughs> yeah, I went to South Carolina and they had fireworks stores. They had some that were right on the border of North Carolina and South Carolina because yeah. I guess they were illegal in North Carolina. Yeah. So literally kind of like uh, Tahoe yeah. where gambling right at this spot but not on this spot. It, they had a fireworks store just like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I I didn't go in. I don't know if anybody else went in. I I thought it'd be cool but I wasn't really, eh, whatever. No. You know, I, I figured we'd be golfing and doing some other things, going to, went to a couple uh, uh, shows, saw saw some band that I'd never heard of called the Spider Monkeys. Yeah. And then, but when we were there, it, it was at a house of blues. When oh, we were nice. there, there was a sign that said Friday night, who was coming? And it was Collective Soul. Wow. And I was like, oh, I told everybody, I, I don't know, I'm, I'll be here. On Saturday night or Friday night, it was Friday night. Don't care where you guys yeah. are. I'm Anybody? Here. Well, because we had two cars, yeah. And I was driving one, and I said my car will be here Friday night. Anybody that wants to come is welcome, yeah. but it will be here at least. I, I I don't care, you know. If I go by myself, I will. And I think uh, I know one guy went for sure, mm-hmm. uh, and it was great show. I think it was probably well, it was ninety. Probably would have been ninety seven. So it was close to their second album. Oh wow! Yeah, it, it was great. I, I was all excited. <laughs> Could, I'm like, sweet. Yeah. yeah, they came here actually. Played in the Fat Cat one night. Oh wow! And that was I went with the Blob. Oh yeah. And and a couple other people. That was probably like four or five people from work. Went. So was that like the first time the Blob had seen that? Or yes. They, yeah, yeah, it was the first time he'd seen him. Uh huh. And then I saw I saw him. Uh, they opened for Aerosmith. I saw them. Wow. They actually came, they came a year and a half ago, two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I, I couldn't, they were playing at Black Oak and I couldn't justify spending 150 a ticket. Oh, wow. Even though I really like them. Yeah. I'm just, uh, I, I, had it been now where I work so many hours and I was like, I have money that I don't even know what to do with. Yeah. I probably would have, oh, I'm going, we're going. Yeah, I would I would have done the same thing too if if I'd known. But I, it wasn't um, it wasn't blackout. I, I'm trying to think of the other casino that's up between here and and um, Chicken Ranch, Chuck Chancy. Not Chuck Chancy. It's it's north, but not not quite as north. In Fresno, it's it's like up in the foothills. Table Mountain. Yeah, it might have been Table Mountain or one of those. But Some, I don't know. But it was one that has a big concert venue. Oh, okay. And, and they had Casey Musgrave. I know you're not big in country, but they had they had Casey Musgraves with Willie Nelson. Oh, cool! And then all of a sudden, I saw the prices of the tickets. Well, but then, but then I started thinking, you know, that it's only like forty bucks more for like the premium tickets, and you get to sit down and have a barbecue with Willie and Casey before the show. <sighs> and yeah, and I was trying to, I was trying, I was fighting to justify that with my wife. I yeah, yeah, I know how that goes. <laughs> When when I was working at Howard Johnson's, we had a lot of the the performers for the county fair, yeah. Alameda County Fair, stayed at the hotel. Mm-hmm. So when Johnny Cash and June Cash stayed at the hotel, wow, that's nice. we went to go see him. And where did they play? Yeah, they played at that little place 
in the middle, the four, I think the Four Seasons stage. Yeah. The, the one that it's real. He played there. Mm-hmm. So me and two of the guys that work we work with, we said, "Hey, you want to go see him?" So we cruised out there and saw. We I don't know. There weren't a lot of people there. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. Because they have a bigger auditor. I mean, a bigger stage. Uh, over to the on one side, and it's it's like a little a little amphitheater, and we saw Tony Danza there. Oh wow! But I, mean, I was like Johnny Cash. Yeah, let's go see him. <laughs> they, and it, he he was cool. Yeah. I dig Johnny Cash. Yeah, yeah, Johnny Cash is pretty cool. Yeah, and I know he he would I would consider him country, but I think I like that kind of country. But you gotta you gotta really understand the history behind Johnny Cash. I mean, being the you know Man in Black. Yeah, the Man in Black. And he was inside of your fireworks. No, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he was, <laughs> but uh, but uh, a lot of people back in in the early days considered him rock. Oh, Almost. well, I think he was kind of rock. He was, he was. I mean, you, well, you got to hear some of that, some of that early fifties rock. It, it was almost more like country folk, but yeah, yeah, I, I like, I like his sound. I got a couple Johnny Cash albums. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw with my, with my brother, I think, and his wife and two of my brother-in-laws and their, my sisters and my wife, we saw the, I don't know what it is. It's, it's the sun sessions is the album that it is. Mm-hmm. And it's it's Johnny Cash, uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, Elvis Presley, and Carl Perkins. Yeah. So and they had a stage play, and and I don't think it's called the Sun Sessions, but whatever it's. Oh, the uh, the quartet, the Million Dollar Quartet. Oh yeah, I think that's what it's called. Yeah, and it was it was a really good show, and it just showed all because they played together. You actually probably saw them. My parents paid for the CD through. KQED. Yeah, I saw, I saw, well, I I saw the show, but I saw, I saw Elvis live. I saw Johnny Cash live. I didn't see Carl Perkins and, and Jerry Lee Lewis is still alive. Yeah. I, I, I have a Jerry Lee Lewis album that I played a while back, not on the show, but I played it and he's playing, I think some of the songs are covers, but at least half the songs, he throws his name in the song. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, he's Jerry Lee. <laughs> it, just, it was it made me laugh. Oh, it's it was it's like rappers now. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> Rap, rappers so, gotta throw their name and 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 how how they're balling and making money. Yeah, so he's he was an early rapper, Jerry Lee Lewis, early rapper. Yeah, it, I married my cousin. <laughs> She's thirteen. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. Good one, Dennis Quaid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw part of that movie. I don't know if I saw the whole thing. Great Balls of Fire. Yeah, I think that was the name. I've of seen it. that a few times. I don't, yeah, I don't I, think I've seen I, it the I whole thing. Not, yeah, I've never watched it the whole way through. I've always come in on it. Well, speaking of movies, I, I didn't think I was going to segue like this, but speaking of movies, the album I brought today is a soundtrack from a movie. Wow! So I, that's that's the only hint I'll give you. Okay. Uh, so when we and now I got to guess what movie it came. When from. we start playing it, yeah, it's uh, it's a it's it's a double album. There's lots of songs on the album, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it's a movie that came out in our time. Okay. Up here, it's our time. Yeah. That, no, down here, it's our time. Up here, it's their time. Well, it can't be our time now. But you know what that? You know what that's from, right? Yeah. Up here, down here, it's our time. Up there, it's their time. Yeah. Up down here, it's our time. Do you know what that is? <laughs> I, I'm like drawing a one total of my favorite blank. movies I'm of making, all time. Making dead air for that one. The Goonies. Oh. So so when Sean Astin is is uh tell when they get down in the the tunnels, and he's telling him, 
up there is their time. Down here, it's our time. One-eyed Willie's time. One-eyed Willie. Oh, yeah. Yep. One-eyed. Yeah. One-eyed Willie. I'm gonna find you. Take the inhaler. Yeah. Yeah. Someday <laughs> you'll make a girl really happy. Yeah. I should have known that because I'm a big pirate buff. But uh... I, I was. I was going. I, I got a. Um, so somehow my wife. Well, I think the reason why she started cleaning our garage. It wasn't spring cleaning, but she made my daughters take all their stuff into a get a storage unit and put all their stuff in it. Oh yeah. And when she did that, she started going through all her stuff, a lot of her stuff, and took a whole bunch of stuff. They sold it, took it goodwill, or got rid of it. But there was a couple things that were mine, and I found I found some old school stuff. But I found a magazine from '84, a comic book. Mm-hmm. For the Goonies, actually, oh, wow. it was a souvenir. It says a souvenir book. Yeah, yeah. I went online and looked. Oh, someone was selling it for seventy-five bucks. Oh wow. Yeah, I got the I got the program for Empire Strikes Back. Oh really? Yeah, I got yeah. the program for that. I have some older programs from uh, some of my parents passed on me, like Ben Hur. Well, so those like that poster. Yeah, they would just give them away. Yeah. When the and you'd ask, hey, can I get a movie poster? And they'd say, okay. Yeah, I mean, my, that's my son. Cinemas. My son was bringing them home. Oh yeah, if they worked at the cinema. At the movie, yeah, yeah. I, my brother did that too. I I didn't even know I had that. I mean, I kind of knew I did, but I was just looking through things. I had posters, and oh, what is this one? What? Is, oh, look at this! Wow, sweet. Yeah, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I've got one poster. Well, I got I got two. One's a mini poster. I think it didn't come from the movie theater. Mm-hmm. And that, that's for Pirates of the Caribbean. Then I got another one that my son brought me that's one of those ones that you can backlight. Oh, yeah. And I want to find a frame for it. It's it's from a, it's from a newer... Well, it's it's been out a while. A newer movie? Yeah, a newer movie. Red Tails. Red Tail. Red Tails? It's it's about the Tuskegee Airmen. Oh, okay. And... Uh, yeah, and they put they put a more modern spin on it, but it but it's pretty cool because the the picture if you, if you light up the back, you see like the P forty Warhawk, uh huh. You know it's a you know American warplane, but then if you put the backlight on it, then you see a German Me two sixty two one of those rocket. It's a, one of those rocket jet first rocket jet airplanes. Okay, nice. And uh, but so, you can't see it without the light on it. Yeah, you can't see. It without oh, that's the cool. Light. And so. I thought it was going to be a Messerschmitt or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, they had a bunch of airplanes in there, so yeah, totally. You know, that's they, cool. They kind of, they kind of gave the uh, gave the Tuskegee Airmen over in Europe the the worst airplanes. They finally mm-hmm. got good airplanes. Yeah, yeah. but uh, they started off with the P forty Warhawks, which were antiquated when they were fighting in China. Yeah. And, when when they also use the fly the flying tigers. Yeah, flying tigers use those ones, and yeah. then. Then they went to the P fifty one. I was totally into World War Two aircraft. Oh yeah, and, and I, th- I think I had a game Battlehawks nineteen forty two. Oh yeah, I think that was the name of it. But it was a flight simulator that you fought. I just I loved flying play. I had Red Baron. Oh yeah, which was which you played. Uh, you f- f- flew a Fokker. Yeah, triplane. All them Fokkers. And then you f- against a Sop with Camel or yeah. And I I loved that game. I just I had a joystick and just I just loved shooting, getting stuff, and just it was I loved dogfighting. Yeah, that's totally. It was there was an I think there was oh and the other one I really liked was uh, X Wing versus Tie Fighter. Okay, I never I never played X Wing versus Tie Fighter. And, and I just I all those games I loved. Yeah, there's one that's that's out now that you can still play that's free to play. It's it's called War Thunder. 
Uh-huh. And War Thunder, you start off in World War II aircraft, early era. You pick like a nation. And then as you play and you get better, you unlock more aircraft and better aircraft. Mm-hmm. And then they expand it out. Just recently, you know, a few years back, they expanded out into tanks. So you play the tanks, and then I hear they're expanding out again into, like, Navy shit. I like tank games, too. Yeah. I have one, one of the games I have on my Steam account that I really haven't played, but I got I bought it, and I couldn't play it at first, but I think they patched it or something so I could. was uh, Silent, Silent Hunter? Oh, yeah. I think Silent... It's a... a, a Submarine warfare submarine game, warfare, yeah. and I I like those too. I thought that was totally cool. <laughs> yeah. The only thing the only thing I didn't I don't like about those is when you when there's not when you have nothing to do. Yeah, it's like you have nothing to do. Fortunately, they have a uh, hour or whatever whatever the progression is, so I can go fast like to like fast forward. Yes, through, through it because sometimes you are just doing nothing forever. Yeah, underwater you, or or, uh, or pop, yeah or even above. And, above. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say the Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. I found at some store, and and it was like a, a discount warehouse store. Yeah, that used to be out. It's where that I think the five guys or five star guys or whatever oh. that that car dealer. Oh yeah, there used to be a store there that they just sold. I think they got just excess stuff, and so I found the that poster nice. there. They had they had other they had the same one they had lots of them so I, sh- I probably should have bought more but if, if if you you can't see it because I have stuff in front of it but mm-hmm. down in the, I think it's the bottom right corner there's a, a thing for it says Pepsi oh wow so it was a Pepsi I don't know if it was promotional or yeah well it was probably when Pepsi or or when Pepsi was in the theaters too yeah it just I it's I mean you see it it's the actual oh it's I guess it's the left corner because I can see the Pepsi yeah on the left side but. And it's just the little Pepsi emblem, but the, it's the the Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. It's the poster. It's yeah. the movie poster, mm-hmm. and it's totally cool. Yeah, you know. And then I got I got uh, whatever this one, Temple of Doom. Mm-hmm. And I I think I I might even have a Raiders of the Lost Ark one, maybe, because yeah. I I got there was one I bought, I think five or six movie posters. I I just I found a lot somewhere on eBay a while back, and then I. Oh, this is cool, and I I won the I won the bid, and then so I have them there somewhere. Yeah. I'm go. Oh, I need to put them up, but then I I get busy doing other stuff, and then I forget about them, and then when I look at them, they're what is this? Yeah, yeah. Believe me, I was finding that in the garage too, but I'm gonna have to do like your wife did with your daughters. I mean, my kids never came and picked up the stuff after they moved. Still. So. Yeah. Well, she she they're one of them's living here. The other one comes probably every weekend or every other weekend, and but they they just had a lot of stuff that oh when I move I'm gonna have this thing and I'm gonna have this thing, I mean this thing this thing down here this uh the, the flat screen the no the the thing behind it oh the, the stand for the t- it's a TV stand yeah one of my daughters so we got a flat screen TV and. We had a, I think we had a stand, but it didn't fit. So I went to, I think I got it at Best Buy, mm-hmm. and oh, got it. And me and my friend Rozo, we we went there, bought it, and set it up, and we used it till I got that entertainment center now. But she's all, can I have that? I go, I don't care. 
I mean, it's got it's got some union stuff in it. It's got some computer stuff that I just threw in there just to get out of the way when I was yeah. getting ready to start recording. Amazing how much stuff we accumulate. I know, but I'm like, yeah, you can have it. And then at one point, my wife saw you told her she could have that thing. Oh yeah. Well, do, why do you want it? <laughs> I do. I I want to get rid of things. Yeah. I I found that there's. I, I mean, I have. A, Stuff that I look at, why don't I even have this? Why did I even buy this? <clears throat> yeah, that's the biggest task I've got going on in my life right now with my 87-year-old father oh, and my yeah. 85-year-old mother. Um, they're stuck in a reverse mortgage in Pleasanton ah. and have literally no money. Mm-hmm. So if one of them goes into a hospital and it's a major event, it's it's going to be an issue. Now, they got a house that's worth... Probably over a million dollars. And the revert, reverse mortgage <clears throat> is six hundred and fifty thousand. Did they've taken out on it? Yes. So they better keep living. Yeah. For at least three hundred and fifty thousand more. <laughs> yeah. But then it's not gonna. It, that's wow. How much are they getting a month? They're they're not taking in any more money. They've spent what they financed on the reverse mortgage. Really? And I'm like to the point where my father thinks he can go and go in and refinance again, and and he can get like thirty thousand. And I'm like, what for? Yeah, and I'm like, what for, Dad? You, you, you. Well, he can't even afford to pay his property taxes. My brother is floating him for the property taxes every year. Mm, wow. And it's, it's getting to be a mess. So it's, I'm trying to get him over here. I mm-hmm. mean, I'm hoping that maybe we might be able to convince him to sell the house because they could probably pocket about four hundred thousand on the house, and then they'd have some money to live off of. Right. But my dad's one of those. I got this. I got this. Mm-hmm. I insist I got this. Uh, you may have had yeah. it 10, 20 years ago. My, my, uh, I think, who, somebody asked me the other day, what, what are you guys doing with your mom's house? Mom and dad's house. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, my mom sort of lives in it, but even if she doesn't, well, eventually when she dies, we're gonna probably fix it up and just sell it and then mm-hmm. split it eight ways. Yeah. And, oh, you got a big family. Yeah, I got yeah lots of brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. and I mean I don't really care whatever happens happens. Yeah, I, I, I my wife said, "Oh, your brother's gonna live," and I go, "What? <laughs> <laughs> Where did that go?" She goes, "Well, and he said he was going to." I go, "Yeah, that's not gonna happen." Mm-hmm. I could totally see. Like, I have sisters that would go ballistic. I think my brother, actually, the other brother probably would, would, would well, he'd just tell him, nope, you're not doing that. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't know. Some, sometimes I just look at him like, you guys, you're so materialistic. Yeah. They get mad at him because my dad bought a house from my brother. Now, I don't know what the, I don't know what his agreement was with him. I don't know anything. It, it, it's a duplex. Yeah. I don't even know if it's a duplex. I, it might just be half a duplex. <laughs> Uh, but they, they, well, he doesn't pay rent. Well, I don't know if he pays rent or not. I don't care. You, why are you guys worried about it? It's their money. They can do with it what they want. Yeah. And they just, they, I don't know, a couple of them just get all bent out of shape. Well, he never did that. Well, yeah, he did do that for you. You keep acting like you have never had problems. How many times did they bail you out when your house was about to be foreclosed on? <laughs> You keep forgetting that that happened. Did you ever pay him back for that? I don't know if yeah. they did or not. <laughs> but 
Sometimes I just, I just, and I just shake my head. I, I don't even try to get into it with them. That's, that's how family is. I mean, I've got some that are the same way. And, I just, it's weird. And it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, enough of this downer stuff. Yeah. I'm going to play the first song. Okay. Uh, the name of it, I think, is called Reach Out. And I'm not going to tell you who it is by, uh, so when I recorded it, I didn't even look. I knew what the second song was, and that's the song I was really recording it for. Mm-hmm. So when the first song came on and it played, I had to look at the album like, uh, this sounds like some group, and it was the group that I thought it was. Yeah, okay. Well, now I'm curious. I ha- I think I, I know a song that said, was called Reach Out, but I'm trying to think if it's tied to the movie I'm thinking of. <laughs> Let's 
I'm going to take a guess at the group, but I know the movie. Oh, okay. The guess is Montrose. Nope. Nope. They're on this album. Uh, I, think I think they are. I think they're on I this album. I think they are. But uh, it's heavy metal. Probably, probably, I remember going to this movie at the Dublin Theater. I do, too. And here's the album. Yes, heavy metal. Exact same album. Yep. So uh, let's see. Black Sabbath, Blue Oyster Cult, Cheap Trick, Devo, Donald Fagan, Donald Felder, uh, Grand Funk Railroad, Sammy Hagar, Journey Nazareth, Stevie Nicks, Riggs, and Trust. Doesn't say Montrose. Doesn't. But yeah, this was uh, that that was. That was Cheap Trick. That was Cheap Trick. Yeah. Wow. So when I heard it, I'm like, that sounds just like Cheap Trick. So yeah. I, I looked, and it was Cheap Trick. Man. I, now and I'm I love like, Cheap I Trick. I feel bad because I've, I've listened to this album so many times, but I probably didn't pay so much attention to all the bands. I just liked the music. So. Right. And I, I liked the music. I, I was talking to Heather and, and told her, yeah, it's a good soundtrack. She was, oh, is it? I go, yeah, it is. And I was going to play it for her, and then I thought... I played, I don't know what I played for her last. I played, uh, oh, I played, no, OMD, OMD, I played for the Panda. No, OMD, I played OMD. Do you, have you heard of OMD? No. Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark? No. Yeah, the Panda hadn't heard him either, and you haven't. No. Nobody's tubular, heard. Tubular Bells. I don't know that one. You know, Tubular Bells played in um, The Exorcist. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, anyway, that was Cheap Trick. Yeah. And when I heard it, well, oh, at a benefit. I like Cheap Trick. Yeah. But it came on, and because I, I just wanted to, I, the, I like the Nick song. Mm-hmm. And that's, I, oh, I'm going to play that one. I, I Sammy Hagar plays a song that I, yeah, I like it. But I like the, there's two songs on the album called Heavy Metal. Oh, yeah. And I like I like the second one. Well, I think it's the second one if you go by order, but it's the second song on this side. So I played that side specifically just because I like that song. And so when I stuck it on the turntable and I was recording, the first song came and they and I'm listening. And then they started singing. I'm like, uh, that sounds just like Cheap Trick. So I had to take <laughs> I had to grab the album and look because I didn't know who would pl- who was playing on it. Yeah. And because I go, I know it's I knew it was Cheap Trick, and it was said Cheap Trick. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I I I enjoyed this movie. Yeah, I I really enjoyed the movie, and uh, you know it kind of in, inspired me delve more into stuff I was already interested in Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, yeah. And, well, I was looking online that they said fiction. that uh, that there was a there was a um, magazine, heavy metal, and that that's it, this is based off of that. Yeah. So you know how they do all the comic stuff now. Yeah. This was before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This I think there was a heavy metal too. I, I, it was. It's was. heavy metal two thousand. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's what it says. Uh, it this came out in eighty one. Canadian American adult animated science fiction, fiction anthology film directed by Gerald Potterton, produced by Ivan Reitman. Do you know who that is? No. Oh, he's the guy that I think that directed Ghostbusters yeah, I, or Stripes. He's done. He's done all sorts of movies yeah. with with 
those guys. Most of the Saturday Night Live crew of our era. Oh no, <laughs> not Saturday Night Crew. Not Saturday Night Live. SCTV. Yeah. So, the the voices of Roger Bumpass, Jack Jackie Burroughs, John Candy, Saturday, mm-hmm. I mean SCTV, Joe Flaherty, SCTV, Don Franks, Martin Lavitt, Marilyn Lightstone, Eugene Levy, SCTV, Alice Platon, Harold Ramis. Mm-hmm. Do you know that's uh that's Egon. Oh, okay. Egon from uh, yeah. Ghostbusters. Percy Rodriguez, Susan Roman, Richard Romanus, August Schellenberg, John Vernon, and Zal Yanofsky. Wow. But I just, I, I, when this movie came out, I thought it was, eh, I thought it was pretty cool. And I thought the music was really cool. Yeah. So I snagged the album, and like yeah. I said, it's a double album. That's that's how it sparked me too. Because well, was... you knew immediately, which cracked me up. Yeah. You were like, I, I, I'm not sure who this the band is, but I know who I know what the song. I'm like, okay, we'll see. Yeah. And sure enough, you. Said... I, I even remember some of the scenes. I think they they were like racing around in like a, a, a like a taxi cab. Yep, they were yeah. doing that. I said there was there was cartoon nudity. And yeah. Heather was like, "What? I think I'm gonna have to watch a movie again." Yeah, I go, "You miss that? Mm-hmm. You, you that like you? Oh, I can smell sex. Yeah, she's like, she's a sex hound. Mm-hmm. I crack it cracks me up. <laughs> really? Yeah. Give it a break, chick. Yeah, <laughs> but the fact that she didn't know that was, I I remember there was a cartoon nude lady in there. Yeah, I was like, oh sweet. Cartoon yeah. boop. Yeah, I think that was during the the, the journey song. Yeah, it might. I think it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was just it was just a whole bunch of. I guess each each uh, segment was put together by different production crews. Yeah, because they're they're all like a whole bunch. Of, it was like just a whole collection of like little mini stories. That all revolved around the rock or the yeah the, the stone or so whatever. It was, that like, thing it was, was like they took like a whole bunch of cartoon artists and said, okay, this is the common thing that you have to have in your story. Uh-huh. Give me a story. And that's basically what they did. Mm-hmm. So, and I like when I listen to this. I'm, I don't remember when this song is in the. This song is in the movie, but hearing Cheap Trick, I like Cheap Trick. I'm like, oh, sweet, because mm-hmm. I have I have another Cheap Trick out. Oh, well, yeah. another movie album, uh, Roadie. Yeah, and it has perhaps my uh, favorite Cheap Trick t- song of all time. Yeah, I think this Reach Out and Take It. Well, I'll probably have to check the see the video again or something look it up but i think it was probably in the first third of the movie yeah i think it was too it was probably the first third hey, of the movie. it's been a while since it, i've seen it, it opens up with a spaceman and a corvette getting dumped out of a oh, spaceship yeah. Yep. So. <laughs> yeah it does so it's kind of funny how elon musk goes and launches his corvette into space <laughs> <laughs> so you ready to hear the next song oh yeah so the next song is heavy metal taking a ride
in that one yep and the I, whale of the guitar i love that guitar in there i yeah. just there's just some, some something about the sound that i just dig mm-hmm. and i like the lyrics i like the the way he sings i don't know do you know who don felder is yeah yeah a lot of people probably don't know he played with the eagles yeah yeah eventually mm-hmm. and, and um yeah it's 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 just amazing when you, i i mean i didn't even reflect on it when i was younger as, as the artist i like i said when I was younger and this came out, it was it was about the music. It was, but I I like to it, see who's singing. Oh yeah, yeah. I still had a, Stevie Nicks is on here. Yes, my big crush was. On yeah, there. <laughs> I I just knew Don Felder, uh-huh. uh, and that's the main reason I bought. But I knew Sammy Hagar sings heavy metal also. Yeah, and I version. like his version too. Yeah, but I I I for whatever reason this is that's probably my favorite song on the album yeah that that one right there yeah this 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 song is is one of my favorites the other heavy metal there's about there's about probably four there's four or five good really good songs yeah but there. Uh, it, I mean well even I like the cheap trick song yeah and then when I was playing it I think the last song is Nazareth oh yeah and I can't remember who the the third song's by let's see it's by oh now I'm gonna have to I don't even know the name of it the third song is True Companion, and that would be, because, oh, Cheat Trick sings another song, yeah, I no. Must Be Dreaming. The one I like is, is I don't know if it's on this Blue song. Oyster Cult, Veterans of the so, Thousand, Thousand Psychic, Psychic Wars. Wars. Yeah, I like that song, too. Yeah. Uh, Mob Rules by Black Sabbath. Yeah. Uh, let's see, where is that? 
Hmm. Radar, oh, radar rocks. Yeah. Hmm. Now I can't even find it. Won't I say the name of yeah, voice? They, on the album, it's kind of they kind of they kind of mix them up. They don't. They do. They're not, they're not in order. Like a lot of albums, you'll. Oh, Donald Fagan. Yeah. And so, okay. So when I when I played that one, I I listened to it. I, and I'll talk about that when we after we hear it, and I'll see if you came to the same conclusion I did. Because when I listened to this, the third song, th so the first one I heard, and I th knew it was Cheap Trick. Yeah. The second one I already knew who it was. It was Don Felder, and it's heavy metal. Mm -hmm. The third one came on, and I didn't know who it was, and I'm listening to it going, and when I looked at his name, Donald Fagan, I'm like, I don't know, I, mm -hmm. but listening to the song yeah. i had a good idea who he played with before yeah and i was correct so i want to see if you come to the same conclusion okay it was pretty funny because yeah. i heard it and i go uh i know who this is yeah and and i think you'll probably hear it too when you we hear it and if not eh, oh well okay. but when when i when i heard uh heavy metal in the movie, I thought, oh, that's cool. And then I, I think I, I might have heard it on the radio, or maybe I got the album. Yeah, this one, this song played on the radio a lot. Yeah, it did. And and probably before the movie. I mean, it was like you would almost hear it advertising the movie. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, I and I don't remember exactly, but I I really liked it. I mean, that guitar. Dun -dun 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 -dun. Yeah. And and like you said, that bass just keeps a great beat. And then the mm -hmm. the drum drums. It's it's a good song. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how well received it was, but for me, it was it, songs like that are. It, I could put albums together or, or collections of songs together and put this song on, and it's it's. I don't mind hearing it over and over and over. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I think I think I remember going to the Dublin Theater, and it was probably only only people about our age. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of people in there. No. And and uh, when I saw this, I, I went I went back a couple times to see it with friends because I, after I saw it the first time, I was telling some friends about it, they wanted to go with me, and then so I, I said I'll go see it again. And yeah, I, I think I saw it probably saw it a couple times. Yeah, but you know that was that was during the eighties when uh, you know well heavy metal and Dungeons and Dragons is turning our kids in, in, into into devil, into worship. devil worshippers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Kiss, Knights in <laughs> Satan service. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, the, the the triumvirate of of uh, uh, things that will destroy your children. Yeah, and it was on the eight o'clock news every night. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember in my school paper, maybe my senior year, somebody wrote a thing about knights in Satan's service. <laughs> I'm like, what? I never even heard of this. Yeah. <laughs> I read it. I'm like, where are they coming up yeah. with this? Oh, I thought you'd know about it. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty fun. I I laughed. One of my funniest things that me and me and my friends did is a teacher was um, I'm 99.9999999999 percent sure she's going out with the teacher. This yeah. girl, this, and some people didn't think that, but I was pretty sure, and so was my friend. Mm -hmm. And so we we submitted uh, oh. What are those things when you put a song in dedication song? Oh yeah. So we in for the school paper we in, we did a dedication. And my friends all yeah, dude, don't stand so close to me by the police. <laughs> so we put to Krista, don't stand so close to me, Willie D, and and <laughs> his name was his name was Bill yeah. Young. 
but we 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 were so we were so proud of ourselves when it got published and it was in the school paper. Oh yeah. And then and then justification came four years later, <laughs> when uh, he was arrested. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't see anything like that happen. The only thing I saw happen at, at Amador was uh, it was like one of the pre-assemblies before graduation. Uh-huh. I mean, like you know where they get mostly just the seniors there. But then they, they had like some kind of little mini acknowledgement ceremony and and two kids came down in in like business suits with paper mache penises on their head. Nice. <laughs> and it said principal and vice principal. Sweet. <laughs> and they got scoted they they got escorted off the premises. Me and this other guy, we got money from uh, some guys on the basketball team. Yeah. Because they were they were pretty much scrubs. They didn't play any time. Yeah. They gave us money. And we put bibs on, and we delivered takeout. Well, we went to round table, bought pizzas, and delivered them to the bench. Yeah. And we got escorted off the. We got escorted out of the gym. Well. <laughs> and and I was a TA for the basketball coach, and and he said this really hurt. He said, you know, I was disappointed in you, and I was like, oh, it was just. I thought it was funny. Yeah, it was. I mean, we brought their pizzas, and then they started eating, and then the athletic director just came sprinting, and uh, it was it was not a good thing. But I thought it was funny. Yeah, I it, thought it was a nice thing, right? Yeah. I mean, nobody acknowledges the bench anytime. <laughs> well, yeah, and they gave us money, so I'm not, not going to spend my own money on pizza for them. Yeah, <laughs> and the other thing that happened, and had this happened today, it would be worldwide national headlines. Oh yeah. Um, there was a there was a guy that there was a girl and a guy that went out and, and they were I want to say a year below me I think I think I was a senior and they were one one might have been a junior the guy was a junior and the girl was a sophomore I think that's how it went but we had PE together and it was during the winter so we were inside a lot and the girl kept wearing the uh the, those down jackets you know the big the, the big puffy dog. Yes. Yeah. So she kept wearing that and she kept, she looked like she had a, a beach ball under her stomach. Oh, yeah. And she was clearly, yeah, pregnant. clearly pregnant. Yeah. And then one day she wasn't pregnant. And then the next day, some kids, some other kids from school are riding bikes in a field and they find a paper bag with a baby in it. Yeah, that's... and then the next day, the cops show up at school and take those two students out of class. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. Wow. And then they said they, so this would have been eighty, probably eighty, early eighty one. Wow. And they they said that uh, they couldn't, they they said it was stillborn and they couldn't prove that that, that uh, there was air in the lungs or whatever back then. I guess I don't know. Wow. They're... They're actually probably pretty lucky now. Oh yeah, they. I think. I think they got. You guys can't see each other anymore. That was the big punishment. Yeah. But it was. It was, the talk of the school. Wow. Yeah. But had that happened I now, figured, I figured that would have come over. We would have heard that our way. Of course, I was. I was so much of a nerd. I wasn't paying. Attention yeah. Oh. Uh, in Dungeons and Dragons, guess what? They had a little baby get killed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did the orcs eat it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so this next song is True Companion by Donald Fagan. Mm-hmm. 
know other songs that this artist is saying, but I can't remember the name of the group. It's the group that I, 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 I'm not a big fan, but they have some songs I yeah, do like. A nineteen. Yep. Yeah. Oh, so when I I heard it, as soon as he started singing, maybe I even thought it when I heard the music, the instrumental piano at the beginning. Uh-huh. Steely Dan. Oh, Steely Dan. Yep, and yeah, and you're I right. Should know. You, well, you're the name. Well, yeah, but you're right. Hey, nineteen. It's uh-huh. it's Steely Dan. Yeah. And when I heard it, I'm like, wait a minute. He sounds like. So I looked up Steely Dan, and he's one of the founding members. Yeah. And like, okay. Yeah. This I I know where this was in the movie. Where oh, this, really? Yeah. This was this was after the sex scene or the the after sex scene. With the uh, with a robot and the se- the secretary that got sucked up in the spaceship. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember when it was. I just yeah, there was a there's a robot and he makes some kind of mention that he's he's programmed to do all kinds of cool stuff. And I do remember it, that. And then his finger like. Bleh, bleh. I do I do remember that. <laughs> you are a nerd. Yeah. Because you like robot sex. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like it. I just remember that scene, and I remember this song. So, <laughs> to tied to that song. Yeah, it's a true companion. Yeah, <laughs> got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I I thought you might know who it, recognized the voice. Yeah, yeah. The voice is recognizable, and I don't know why I didn't associate it with with Steely Dan. Some. Well, I, when I heard it, I thought for sure it's Steely Dan. It's he sounds just like this. He Steely, should be in Steely, Steely Dan. Dan. Does also go back, Jack, and do it again? Right? Yes, I think so. I that think... song, I, I, I associate more with them. Than yeah, there, there's a whole bunch of songs that yeah. Steely Dan songs. Yeah. I have a nightmare about the, that song. Why? <laughs> I was working my, one of my first jobs at a place in the mall called the Good Earth. Uh huh. And I was dishwasher, closing dishwasher, and. The manager would play, I don't know whether it was a tape, or he would be playing this Steely Dan. And I had to keep going, and I was clean, literally hearing the song over and over again. And every time I'd go and show him everything that I cleaned, I had to wash all the floors, wash all the dishes after everybody left. And then, you know, he'd say, oh, no, no, that's not good enough. Oh, no, that's not good enough. Wow. And I'd be hearing this, go back, Jack, and do, do it, it again. again. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm reeling in the years. Uh-huh. Which I know you know that one. Ricky, yeah. don't lose that number. Yeah. I know you know that one. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Black Friday, Kid Charlemagne, yeah. Peg, yeah. Deacon Blues, Babylon Sisters, Hey 19, yeah. <laughs> Cousin Dupree. Yeah, some of them I, I see, I see uh, names and, and not sure that it's actually, you know, I could know the song, but I just don't know the name. I told, because uh, I did... The Pretenders for the last album I did with with uh, the Panda, mm-hmm. and I told her, "Oh, you know Brass in Pocket." She goes, "I don't know," and I played it, and, and she goes, "Oh, that's like the first line in the song. Got brass in pocket. I'm gonna do something special." <laughs> she's like, "Oh, I do know it," and I'm like, "Yeah, I knew you would know it, because yeah. because uh, there's songs that I just don't know the name, mm-hmm. but when I hear it, I oh, I know this song." And uh, when 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 I heard his voice, I thought, I know this voice. Isn't Steely? And so when I looked, yeah. I looked up Donald Fagan because mm-hmm. I'd heard his name. I didn't know, but I didn't know he was part of Steely Dan. Yeah. At the time, mm-hmm. I mean, because I think there's 
somebody else that's famous is part of Steely Dan too. Uh, I think it's uh, what's his name. And it's not I. I know the Blob played him one time, and I can't even think of it. And it wasn't him, but it's Donald Fagan. Um, well, it doesn't say Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald. Yeah, Michael McDonald. Hmm, interesting. He does, he does roll with it, baby. I love that song. Jeff Skunk Baxter. Hmm. Well, I guess there was some, there was somebody else I thought was in there, but I guess he's not. I guess he was the main guy. Walter Beck, Donald Fagan, jazz, Latin music, R and B, blues, with and sophisticated studio productions with cryptic and ironic lyrics. Anyway, so yeah, that was uh, that was Donald Fagan. So there's one more song, and it's called "Crazy: A Suitable Case for Treatment." And it's this one's by Nazareth. Okay. Yeah, I, di- I didn't know this one.
like this one. I, I like that song. Yeah, and I, I actually I actually have a story remembering this song because I remember playing this song. My parents have a, had uh, we only had one stereo in the house. Their stereo was up in the loft above living room and everything. We and I I'd blast the music, and a lot of times my parents didn't mind, but I remember playing specifically this song near the end of the album, and my mom yelling up to me that I was playing some kind of raspy crap and and turn it off. And then the next album I put on was one of their albums, Creedence Clearwater, and it was Green River. And when it was opening up the song, my mom said, I thought I told you to put that raspy shit away. I said, uh, this, this is, is yours. yours. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Funny. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, when I played it, I didn't, I'm like, I don't know who this is. Yeah. But I, I know I've heard the song. Yeah, I like the the opening with the acoustic and then how it gets gets into the heavy. I, I like how it just has it dead playing through this whole song yeah and and when i was when i started i'm like oh don't they do crazy crazy and then they didn't do it i thought oh maybe that's a different song yeah and then the end of the song came and they started doing it yeah like patsy klein crazy (laughs) (laughs) crazy for loving you yeah Yeah. and so i i i I don't even know when they played the song in the movie um but i'm i'm trying to think too because there was well, there's a, I'd have to go watch. I'm going to go watch the movie. Yeah, it, it makes me yeah. think, oh, I need to watch this. I don't even know if I own it. Yeah, I, I don't own it. Oh, I don't know if I do or not. I might have found it in a, as a DVD. I, I know, that's what I... Later later at a, the flea market or something. So to, uh, I'll, have, I'll have to look. If not, I, I'm sure you can probably find it on YouTube. Too, one, so. one time, I don't know, my daughter was probably 10 or 12, and I wanted to watch a movie, and I put in Pink Floyd The Wall. Oh yeah, and she was totally disturbed by it, so I stopped. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I could see this being disturbing. <laughs> I think I think we watched heavy metal came on one time on TV or on one of the we had it on demand or something. Yeah. Oh, let's watch this movie. And I don't think they really got into it like we did. Yeah. Because I, I guarantee you, anybody that saw it when it came out in the theaters, it was oh, this is cool. Yeah, but I think you're right. It was mostly it was like played later on. It was later on. It was probably played like in the on the weekday afternoon on HBO. Or... Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't popular. I don't think with with uh, old people. No, and even though half half the artists on there were probably popular with old people. Yeah, older people then. I mean, well, I think that one of the th- reasons I wanted to see it. Well, two reasons. It was a cartoon. Yeah. I thought that's cool. And it had all this cool rock music. Yeah. So I was, that's why I wanted to go see it. Yeah. It had nothing to do with seeing naked boobs on uh-huh. a cartoon and, girl. Yeah. And it was, it was something that you didn't have, you know, yeah, you didn't even know that. I didn't even know that was in there until, you know, my friend. I didn't. Me, yeah. No, my friend, my friend, you know, my friend told me to come see it. That's like, you know, this one I think is going to be cool because it's like a whole bunch of independent artists and stuff. And it's not like. Not like independent music artists, but independent, you know, cartoon writers mm-hmm. and, and things like that. And and uh, I just remember, you know, my my friend telling me that. And then then we were talking. He said, "Yeah, yeah, I remember how like Siskel and Ebert like bashed the first Star Wars episode." And, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just, and it ended up being an explosive hit. So. No, because I mean, like you said, groups in here: Black Sabbath, Blue Oyster Cult, Cheap Trick, mm-hmm. Devo. 
Donald Fagan, Don Felder, Grand Funk Railroad, Sammy Hagar, Journey, Nazareth, Stevie Nicks, Riggs, Trust. Yeah. And, I mean, it's just, I, I liked it. If you if you open it up, I don't know if you open it up and look. Oh, yeah, yeah they got There's, some nice They got artwork. pictures of, of the, yeah, of the different things. There's the flying Corvette. Yeah. I don't know if the sex robot's on there. Yeah, well, the, the spaceship that he was in is there. Yeah. And it's just got one of the funky looking... And I think that's John Candy right there. Yeah. I think that's his character. Yeah, because they fly over... They It was like the spaceship, I remember, flying over something like the White House and just like sucking up a bunch of people from the... A universe of mystery, a universe of magic, a universe of sexual fantasies, a universe of decay and destruction, a universe of awesome good, a universe of terrifying evil, a universe of heavy metal. Yeah. I guess that's a tagline. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, uh, you know, it just says it's got. If you take out the album, it has "Who Reach Out," performed by Cheap Trick, written by whoever wrote, you know, produced by. And then they just have all the Don Felder, Don Felder musicians, and then True Companion. It just says who played on this, the the different out al- the different songs on the albums. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be kind of neat to interview them and ask them how they got they got brought in on all the artists yeah but brought in onto this album i agree yeah and then then if they actually did the song just to fit into something they were told about or if they just did a song and then they made it fit uh-huh because yeah. i it's like because almost almost none of the songs were you, you didn't hear them on the radio before other than you know when the movie was coming out yeah when the movie came out though you heard yeah. them yeah Anyway, so that was the uh, soundtrack for Heavy Metal. Yeah. And I played it because cool. I thought you might know that one. Yeah, I, and it's one of my favorites. Yeah, I don't know. Cool. That, that might be an album I take over the island. Nice. It might be. Yeah, it's actually I mean, there's, there's so much soundtrack. It's really tough to decide. Yeah, I know the feeling. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you have Wait. anything else? Uh, well, I think I think I got one for you. Oh. No, no. Do you have any, do you have anything else? No. Say goodnight, Blob. Good night, Blob. Bye. Later.